There you are. There you go. Check, check, two, two. Come Gary, come Gary, Gary. on the kick drum. j you check your mic. <laughs> oh. Nice oh. one. <laughs> yo, yo, ma! Baby boys and or girls, and welcome to another episode of Pillar to Post. I'm your host, sitting in the chair yet again, Darcy... B- Big fat dust. It's got to be my real name. Yeah, we don't use real names. No. Um, and my alter ego, <laughs> Chips. Hello, Dars. How are you, mate? I'm good. I'm good. <sighs> Just the two of us yeah, yet again. This is, it's, getting, it's starting to get a bit cute. Oh, you think a little meat cute? Yeah. Oh god. We I just have meat. our casual, you know, week weekly catch up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, out. can I come over at five and do this? Nah, seven thirty. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm trying. I know. I'm trying to, man. I wish I could do it at fucking two thirty, but not happening. Speaking of not happening, J Ball, <laughs> not a yeah. Uh, Bleachy, he he messaged you. What was uh? Why isn't he here tonight? Uh, look. You know, I don't really want to get too deep into it because Jay's, you know, he's entitled to a private life. Yeah. Uh, no, he's just a coward. Coward. <laughs> he's spelled with a K too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coward. Coward. Um. That's one yeah. of the. It just reminds me. Actually, I remember when we when. Well, we can talk about Jay Ball because he's not here. When we when we did that. That's um, the only time we can talk about it. Yeah. Because <laughs> otherwise, he'll just talk about himself. But he's a coward. Too, yeah, he's yeah. a massive coward. So when we when we were in um, New Zealand for that um, NPC finals trip. With your mate Sumo? Yeah, yeah, with our mate Sumo, friend of the podcast. <laughs> Always feels good saying that, yeah, doesn't it? Like we're legitimate. Michael Liner, friend of the, friend of the podcast. podcast. I'm at school with him. <laughs> no, he's at school. He was cheeky in grade eight, though. Yeah. Um, yeah, when we went to uh, when we went to Christchurch, um, like I think it might have been Sumo who we, we, we were walking around and we we're like, fucking hell, there's not a lot of Maoris here, hey. You know, like it's it's very um it's very white, and a lot of the a lot of the advertising was very white as well. Like we got to the the stadium, the um, Crusaders Stadium, and all the promotional stuff was very white, oh. and we're just a bit surprised. And I think well, I think Sumo put, yeah, what do you think they call it? Christchurch. Jay bought the coward. Loved it, right? Yeah. Well, that was that was quite. He would have felt good there. Yeah. No. <laughs> You're not here. Yeah, we can say what we want. Yeah. You, you got that email, right? Right. Jeez. Woof. Yeah. Hectic. Redacted. <laughs> Speaking of redacted, um, Argentina got redacted from the yeah. World Cup. Um, yeah. Uh, my opinion, great run to even get to the semi. Mm. Um, the, with... Towards the half, half was, it was 12, 14 in it. And then I think the commentator said, you got to watch the last five minutes yeah, 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 of the yeah, first yeah, half yeah, and the yeah. first. And bang on, the Kiwis yep. just open it up. They, and they're like clockwork. They are. Um, what do you take out of that game for the Kiwis? Oh, look, I think it's that was business as usual for the All Blacks with the f- sort of form they're in. They're building so well, right? Like they just, as always, as, you know, Ever since 2007, they've just always timed their run to perfection at World Cups. Yeah. You know, they talk about the lessons learned from that failed campaign and um, they're, they're just timed it perfectly. I think Argentina, like, you know, it's 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 pretty typical of a Michael Checker coach team against the Kiwis, unfortunately. Like, they, they had an idea about how they wanted to play against the All Blacks yeah. and it, it didn't work. 
So instead of, you know, okay, well, what do we have to change? Keep doing it. Just keep doing it. it and then, yeah. yeah. As you said, that's what the Wallabies is. And like, yeah. if you, you realise 10 minutes in the game, we don't have the cattle to play this game. Yes. Stop playing that game. Yeah. But yeah. Right, And the All Blacks just, you know, they they cut you open. It's just inevitable. And then there, there's no better team that when once they get a roll on, they're ruthless. Yeah. They never take the foot off. It, especially when... Um, you know what I mean? Like if you a team gets ahead by twenty thirty, yeah. they start putting the bench on. Normally, the team slightly <laughs> doesn't yeah, improve, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. but but them just oh t- take off <laughs> take off Artie, take off this, take off, and the team actually improves, right? Yeah, and mate, that's, they, they're yeah. incredible like that. I mean, yep. you, you'd probably say the Springboks are the only other team at the moment that gets better when the bench comes on. Yeah. Um, New Zealand have always kind of been like that because it's so savage to try and get into the starting 15 for the All Blacks that yeah. if you come off the bench and don't, you you, you, you may not make the bench again. Yes, if you <laughs> do like like a Reese Hodge who'd come in and you just maintain, like you better yeah, correct. come you, on and be better than... Exactly, yeah. exactly. You know, and it's, it's, it's why a guy like Lester Fyanganuku can play an incredible game oh, against Ireland four, yeah. and then... Mark Talia comes back in and is just incredible. And then yeah. Fanganuku's probably not even going to be on the bench this week. Oh. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. it's just they're they're just such a machine. And um, you know the the Argentinians just don't quite have the cat. Not not many teams have the cattle to match it with the Kiwis at the yeah. moment. But the Argentinians just don't quite have the same cattle, much the way the Wallabies don't. And also just the All Blacks are just so fucking smart. They are so fucking smart. The way they dismantled the Irish, they dismantled um, the Argentinians, and you know, not to get ahead of ourselves, but yeah, they'll have a plan for the Springboks since they last played, and the Springboks are one of the only teams who plans don't always work against. Yeah, but you know, Argentina, they can take a lot. You can take a lot out of it, and from their perspective, in that they they're back in it. They've been back in a semi final. Yeah. Um, you know, the country united behind them. It's good for rugby in that part of the world. And, you know, uh, really interesting to read, you know, Pichot's, um comments during the week yeah. about, you know, this Nations Cup, which we'll get into a bit further as well. But, you know, Argentina were the only Tier 1 nation that voted against uh, this concept, even though I'm pretty sure Pichot was one of the... Um, the idea half originated with him. Gotcha. Back in fucking 07 or something. Ah, right. So, because he's very, he's very much, you know, of the opinion that this concept, sorry, his idea was more, from what I've read from his comments, that this idea was always meant to be, you know, to open it up. Yeah. To get more meaningful games for, you know, tier two um, countries. And, they've, you know, World Rugby's taken... Well, we, His idea. Well, I guess we're doing it now, Blanchy. Yeah, we what kind we of are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, the Nations Cup is yes. 10, 12? 12. 12 countries. You've got, you got the Six Nations teams. Yep. You've got the four Sanzar unions and yep. then two other Southern, he- Southern Hemisphere teams yet to be approved. But, but then it's, it's likely to be Fiji and Japan. And then, however... Uh, Start, yep, starts in 2026, and then there's no promotion relegation uh, until 2030, 2032. And the 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 sore point of this is even just looking at the last six weeks of rugby, yeah. how 
different <laughs> different teams and countries can perform yep. over over a, a two year period. Exactly. What does my head in is that um, Wallabies are probably like yes. <laughs> Lock Say it in. Lock it down. Well, when we need to because of the, the revenue, probably. Yeah. Um, we're cash trapped. But that still doesn't make it okay. What frustrates me is, you know, the Six Nations is still locked. The rugby championship is still locked. Yep. There's no there's no so changes there's no, to those. So uh, we could have you could have copped promotion relegation for the Nations Cup. There's there's still the you know, the deciding parties here are still getting um, you know their guaranteed chunk of the pie yeah. in the other ch- in the other competitions. Now, World Rugby said that you know, well, in every year, you know, in the years that there aren't the World, you know, the Nations Cup running, we'll we'll be hoping that the Tier One and they say they uh, the language isn't like strong enough in uh, saying that you know we will be you know the Tier One nations will play Tier Two. In the, when the Nations Cup isn't in the years that oh. that's not running. so But it wasn't strong enough language to say, no, we're going to, like, you know, there's going to be in full... We're going to somehow mandate it. Because okay. that's what it needs to be. Like, they, they, the, the Tier 2 nations need a guarantee that, yeah. that they're going to get to, like, play, you know, you know Chile and, you know, the All Blacks should, you know, maybe on those years should be doing a tour of Chile, Uruguay and, and Argentina. Yeah. You know, and imagine what that does for rugby in that area. Yeah, and and the same with you know England going oh, to the Pacific Islands. Geez, that'd correct, be a nightmare. Right? They would never want to do that. But but that's that's what's needed. Yeah, you know, it's you know Australia needs to go play Georgia, um, Par- you know, um, Portugal and Spain. Is there going to be? Is there any out, outline for a tier two Nations Cup? There is, and that kicks off in two thousand and twenty six. I think. Gotcha. Um, but there's no promotion relegation, so it is good that they're the schedule. We, we've, we've got it. We've got a agreed, um, you know, national, I guess, window. Yeah. So that's good, and that you know, it is. If it does eventuate that the tier one plays tier two more often in those off years of the Nations Cup, that's great. Um, but more could have been done. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, and it look it it's. It's a win for Australia in that you know we've got it. We've got a stake in the competition. We get yep. a cut of it, um, and anything that involves the Northern Hemisphere teams generally There's makes money. a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. Are they going to uh, shift the? Is it going to be in a country? Is it going to be across countries? Is it just going cross to be countries? Like a home away thing. Yeah, like it's a, kind of kind of instead of the three sort of match tours like Ireland, New Zealand. Yep. you'll have. A nation come and play three games in separate in separate countries in yeah. the same area. Love it. Um, so it, it's it's good. That's good. I think in terms of every game is going to mean something now in terms of rankings for you know this na- the nations cup who plays each yeah. other in the final. Surely uh, this is a perfect time to go right top eight go through to quarters. And then while those quarters are happening, if you came bottom, well, I, bottom I, two I, or I'm, four, you could play yeah. off. Down, I think, I'm, I'm not. I'm not really sure. I, I, I'm not. Yeah. I or, or everything. I, I think it's kind of you just get points based on wins, and then yeah, the yeah. top of each pool, which is northern southern hemisphere, play each other in a final. Oh, I think. Okay. I think that's how it works. Um, but it's just it, promotion and relegation could have happened from the get go. Yeah, yeah. And it would be a good thing. That would make that would make it more interesting. Yeah, yeah. 
You know, that it, it's kind of like Italy being in the Six Nations. It's like, well, come on. Well, I, yeah, like, it 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 that'd make, make those sort of almost dead rubber games so interesting. Oh yeah, That's, yeah. you know, they're playing for something, right? Bro, yeah, they're playing for keeps. Yeah, yeah, big financial time. keeps. Yeah, yeah, but it, yeah, look, it it is a good thing in terms of getting the window sorted and just more could have been done. But you know, and it, and credit to Argentina for actually voting that way. Um, you know, it's yeah. anyway. Look, we we let's not get bogged down in that. Um, yep, frustrating, but and that's one of the fizzes. Oh yeah, that's one of the fizzes. So we've jumped a little bit of the gun there. That's one fizzer. We double jumped. Yeah, that's one fizzer. We'll come but, back to that. But in terms of going back to the game, it's unfortunate the way the score blew out. It did, but uh, that doesn't take the shine off the oh, yeah. Argentinian Mate, campaign. What a campaign! Yeah, they beat the Welsh, which I was so fucking happy about. Yeah, um, they made the semi and Checker beat Jones. Yeah, well, yeah, he did. Yeah, well he, and truly, he, yeah, he did. Well and truly. Um, moves us to the second semi England 15 South Africa 16 Waterboys 18 oh, Yeah even, When even the commentators Are commenting going Why are they on the field Man I reckon, I reckon obviously, No one's injured No one's nah, calling for it No it's, it's not rugby league They're not Alfie laying out in the back going, So it's not AFL mate not like AFL, fucking, yeah, yeah. NFL sorry It's yeah. fucking um, <laughs> mate, I, I honestly like I've, I've, said, I've said to a few people I reckon the Waterboys Ran for more metres Oh yeah than the fucking well, either the than either team in the back of the gym. correct, just so okay, wet, dreary conditions, mm. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That plays a part. England yeah. just playing playing their tournament footy. Yeah, and I don't have a problem with the footy they're playing. Yep, I I have the frustration I have is around, and this is fizzer number one actually. So we're getting into we're getting into all the fizzers earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But remember, it's bullet points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is a real fizzer, mate. I, the the stoppage, all the stoppage stuff. You can have a really fucking good game when it is like that slow footy, a lot of up and unders. Um, did I knock that? No, it's good. Yeah, we're good. Um, you, a lot of up and unders and whatnot. You can have good games like that, but when there's constantly like you know someone puts a kick up, there's a knock on, and then there's fucking someone's clearly been told to go down injured. Yeah, man. Then you just stop again. Like if it. There was you can have a really fatiguing game, and have really fucking north south slow footy. Yeah, you know, and it, but there was both teams were just so coordinated about fucking stopping the clock. Yeah, that it didn't get it didn't build any of that fatigue, and it just made it hard viewing at times. Just two lumps of meat banging against each Which other, which is sweet. I mean, I love that about footy. I love the <laughs> scrum contest, man. Yeah. Like. You know, there's a lot of people talking about how, like, oh, it's fucking that Matt Williams bloke, the former um, Waratahs coach. He's an Irish um, pundit now. He's he's going, oh, fucking, it's it's ruining the game. Like, yeah, I, I I did actually see that. I I I understand. Like, I just don't think you, the scrum, and scrumming for penalties is an amazing part of our game. I love watching, like, you know the. You know, referees get it wrong, referees get it right, and then just sometimes just the dominant team just being dominant. Yeah. Now, I think I think the Springboks were a little bit lucky with that last penalty. I was about to say, he said uh, the English England, prop yeah. dropped, dropped his knee first, and then you look at the replay, and, yeah. and I didn't see any drop. Did, Mate, did and you, I, and, I, then, I, and then, then they both went sideways. But I, I think the first person to turn in was probably Vincent Cock. So the South African. So look, I think they're probably a little bit unlucky with that penalty, 
but that's part of the that's part of the that's part of the fun. You need to be strong enough to. Well, it's part of the fun in watching a scrum contest. Is like, is it? Yeah, that's part of the fun. That's part of the fun. Looking at and going, fuck that. He turned his hips first. He dropped his bind. Um, you know, just looking at like, him going, uh, who, like, who, like, who, like like Leo DiCaprio in uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, You see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You dropped his hip. Exactly. Like, yeah. I, I love that about scrum contests. I don't want to lose that. Like I've said previously, I think what would be good is um, teams that want to speed it up. Not, not that saying I, neither of these teams want to speed it up, but in those situations, what I would like to see is you know a, an ability for a team that wants to speed it up to be able to do that, it, to be able to play their different type. Correct, of thing. correct. You know, not, not not it not being shifted in the way of slow it down. Correct, kind of because footy. being tied down to that because you know he didn't quite take it on the mark or you know um, is it, it, uh, that that was also a point brought up in that um, Matt Williams or whatever mm. uh, where he said. Maybe unless it's hundred percent, you're doing foul play in a scrum, or you you definitely actively try to do something, or just a short arm. Yeah, see, so I, I, I. But then, but then they'd go. Well, we'll just reset the penalty. Correct. Reset the scrum. Correct. And South Africa would love to do it, which I, I'm, I'm all. Well, they for even it. take marks. In <laughs> yeah, their correct. They did it again. And, yeah. And the, and the defence was forty five <laughs> meters away. It was a giant kick, yeah. and he went. <laughs> scrum. Like, yeah. He puts the ball down. Like, oh, and that one, that one didn't. That quite one work did not quite work. work no. Yeah. But I love that. Like that's a different picture than we get from other teams. Yeah. You know. Um. So I don't necessarily agree that. You know. <coughs> Mate, that should be. I'd like to see more ruck stuff become half arms because that allows teams to play a bit quicker and less yeah. less something like accidentally. You know, if I if my legs slightly yeah. in the way, I'm not going to get a full arm penalty. But the scrum, you know, I just like to see you know less. Um, you know, I guess importance put on playing it at the mark, so teams can just play quick if they want to yeah. off that. Um, I don't want to depower. Yeah, I don't want to depower the scrum. I don't want to take away, you know, one of the things about our game that makes it our game quite unique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but um, mate, it was more just the fucking stoppages that made that game hard to watch. Do do you know I loved watching South Africa start panicking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we going to lose to England? And they were like, "What do we do from here?" And then they just because that the machine wasn't quite the machine. No, mate. Just getting in their spokes and yeah, South, South Africa like they fluffed a couple of lineouts. Mm, yeah, they dropped a couple of you know probably kick and uh, can, kicks they would have taken Col- the week like before. Cheslin Colby did yeah, yeah, yeah. space. Yeah. He got, yep. he got the other winger as well. Time, yeah. yeah, mate, they they t- they dropped some pill that they were off. Yeah, they were a little bit England off. England got like and England in England, but England of hey, this is <laughs> this is oh, sorry, I'm going to skip it. This is another fizzer. God. I've done. I'm, going, I'm, I'm getting my three fizzes. You're blind, you bloody liar. <laughs> yeah, story of my life. Yep. Um, You've gone early. <laughs> so, the English media are fucking celebrating like, like, oh, like yeah, it's you really been. Are going for your fizz. Okay. Yeah, yeah, man. Like they're looking at this game and going, "Wow, well done, Steve Borthwick, absolute fucking genius. Like so courageous. You like, did it. He's like, wait, well, mate, hold on. You lost, but also you should have won." Like it's not the referee's fault. You forgot how to play footy at the end. You had opportunities. You got into the, the red zone a number of times and fluffed either the line out or dropped pill or a pen, gave a penalty away. Yeah. Like they should have beaten South Africa 
by 15, 20 points. Should have gone the final. Mate, they should have been by 15, 20 points. There is nothing to celebrate there. You know, like, it, it they played really one-dimensional footy and they, they, like we were talking about last week, they're the one team, one of the few teams that can disrupt South Africa in the game that South Africa likes to play yeah. because they contest the breakdown so hard. They're physical. They'll go they're, for the scrum. They're a tall pack. Their line-out's good. Yeah, man. But if they just played a bit of footy yeah. and been able to play a bit of footy, they would have won. They went when Farrell knocked that penalty, that drop goal over. I was like, <laughs> oh, oh my God, yeah. we're on it. Yeah. Everyone went, no, we, is <laughs> yeah. it happening? And, and they should have, mate. They should have made him by 50, 20, 15, 20 points. Like, that was, there is nothing to celebrate there from an English perspective. You bombed the semi final. Yeah. And the me- English media is carrying on like, you know, that, that it was a masterstroke. To be fair, the loss they needed to have. No, you should have won. <laughs> no. The, the win they needed to have. South Africa weren't playing well. No. That was your opportunity. They, that was their playing dog shit game. Yeah. They scraped through. Yeah. So England should have. I can't. It just the blinkers the English have on about that game is just driving me wild. Although it, it is when, you know, you know, when the Wallabies would lose by like 10 to the All Blacks? I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's not too yeah. bad. No, but I, oh, mate. But that, but at least like in those situations, for the Wallabies to get within ten of the All Blacks, usually we played some pretty good footy. That's true, you know, no, and, and positive kind of footy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like I, I feel like, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna play that brand of footy, and you don't win That's, when you should have, yeah, there's nothing to celebrate there. But if you go out. Chanting your arm, giving it a go. Yeah, and you, and you, and you, then you get close. It's like, well, at least there's some like, you know, there is something you can build on there. How do you, how do you build on that from England? Do you just go, okay, well, that's uh, that's that's now how we're going to play every game. It's a very specific but, game, and just do, and just get better at it. Yeah, <laughs> mate, I'd, I'd just be looking at it, going like, there's a real problem there. Like we we could have if we'd been able to play footy in the back end of that game, or even throughout the whole second half. We would have won that comfortably. Yeah. That's a problem. And that England team, the players on that, that team are very good footy players. It's, yes, they're, this, they're a bit younger than South Africa, but they should have done a better job than that in that game. And it, it, it still harks back to they haven't really fired too many good shots in this tournament. I, if I was an English rugby fan, yeah, I'd be happy they made the semi-final, but you've got blinkers on if you're thinking like that team. But that's, yeah. that, that's, that's the sort of team you want to get behind. Yeah, they were tough. Yeah, they didn't give an inch in the in the physical contest, but didn't know how to play footy. Oh, oh they just come through it. Fuck them. Fuck them. Speaking of uh, FM, we got two Fs coming up. We got our uh, frothing and fizzing. Well, I, I've already done all well, the no, fizzing. Well, no, no, you go back through your fizzing. <laughs> okay. Blanche, so what was fizzing na- for the weekend? Nations Cup, not promotion, relegation. That's a that's a kick in the nuts. Uh English media celebrating their failed campaign like they'd won, and um, that you know it was amazing for them. Um, no, it wasn't. And uh, the stoppages, the fucking stoppages in that game, fizzing, fizzing. Uh, what was I frothing? I was froth- yeah. Your 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 turn. Does. Okay. <laughs> um, I was frothing. Positive footy from the Kiwis, just yeah. playing, just playing that 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 brand of footy. Uh, also frothing England out of the world. <laughs> yeah, no, and that is a good. Hard thing. not to. Yeah, and the third thing I'm frothing from this weekend has been this this final 
being two Southern Hemisphere teams. Yep. yep. And, and to add to that, playing two completely different styles of football. Correct, correct. And, that, and that's, um, you know, the, the whole t- chat before this tournament was Southern Hemisphere rugby's dead. Yeah, you know, I heard that too. It's going to be. Did you hear that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We all heard it. Like yeah. it's <laughs> loud and clear. Loud and clear. Where are you, you know, the, the Irish, the Irish or the French are going to win it. Yeah. You know, and and to be fair, like I, you know, I've I had a feeling about the Kiwis pretty much all along because you know they never have a bad run for long. Um, I would have, I would, you know, if the Kiwis had been playing well in the lead up to the World Cup, I would have gone. It's going to go badly for them. You know, but they never have a bad patch for long. Yeah, and that that bad patch by their standards was like twelve months. So I, I, you know, I thought South Africa would be the one who'd hiccup. Yep, I really that, thought. Th- yeah, that was their hiccup game, right? Yeah, I thought the French were going to beat them. Yeah, I felt confident about the All Blacks against the Irish, but I, I was, I thought the French were going to handle South Africa. So that's that surprised me. But you know, it, it, I think you know, looking at the, I think the South Africans. And the and the All Blacks have played, and I, I touched on this the other week, but I think they've played with less concern about what the referee's doing than the other teams. Yep. I think they've been more focused on themselves and, you know, just, you know, rolling with the punches in a game. Yeah. If things don't go their way, calls don't go their way or whatnot. I think a lot of the other, and I think that comes back to how often they've been in, at the, in these clutch, clutch games in tournaments. Yeah, uh, this is the reason they've each won three. Yeah, they are so good at block blocking out Eyes the things up that footy. are. Yeah, oh, <laughs> it all I would, comes I would, that centralization. I would, I, I would say I wouldn't say South Africa are good at eyes up footy, but but the eyes good, up the, to the bench. Go the on, good thing right. about this South African team is they can, you know, as opposed to previous South African teams, this team can throw more than one punch. Yeah. Usually they just belt you straight in yeah, the face. Yeah. And if you can just weather that storm. straight, Yeah, just a straight to the face yeah. multiple times. They've now got like a few hooks and uppercuts yeah, yeah. that, you know, you don't necessarily see coming. So, yeah, that the way, yeah, it's a it's a it's a better South Africa team in terms of than I think 2019. Yeah. And um just before we get to that final, I think it's a special shout out to Sam Whitelock, oh yeah, first player to play in three Rugby World Cup finals. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty impressive. Like, it's an incredible like. You look at the standards for this final: 11, 15, 23. Yeah, like and you look, you look at the the standard of second rowers in this final. Mm. Oh it's a, yeah, you know you've got um, Eben Etzebeth who I yeah one you know, has added added some. Real touches of class to his game over the last few oh, yeah, years. Yeah. I think he's probably he's probably the best lock in the world. He, he's he's just dampened that aggression. Yeah, to play a little yeah. bit smarter. He has, and, and he's doing it really well. Yeah. And then you, you've got Retallick and Whitelock, yeah. the old firm, yeah. who are just like at the you know two of the best ever to do it. It's the best one of the best ever to do Barrett it. Barrett off the bench. Barrett. Well, I I, I yeah I reckon I would start Barrett. Barrett. Starting, yeah. I would start Barrett because you can push him back into the back row. Yeah. Once you're once you're um, once you want to bring on either Retallick or Whitelock, and I'd be I'd be I'd be leaving Retallick on the bench. Oh, yeah. There you go. Jeezy comes in angry, doesn't he? Yep. And I think you 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 probably want that from him later in the game. Speaking of coming in angry, RG Schneiman. 
<laughs> yeah, oh, mate. Mate. And he comes on going, he like, is, yeah, even he, if he doesn't do anything, you just stand there, you're like, oh, He man. is such a beast, man. Like, <laughs> how can you be that tall and thick and can <laughs> move like not that? Not be like a, you know, mate, he can move. Guys. Yeah, yeah. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, it is. It is utterly it's ridiculous. But you see, like, you got all these, you got Peter Steph to toy yeah. and, like, Mostert around him hugging him, and he's got a head on them. And, 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 and he's thicker than them. Peter, he's actually. He's huge. Six, six, four, six, five. More right? than that. I think he's six, seven or something. Nine foot, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I, yeah, mate, it's, it's an incredible type five battle coming up. Um, fuck, there's just so many things to love about this game. <coughs> what, um, okay. How do you see it going down? Okay. Oh, this is so hard to call. I, <laughs> I, think, I think the All Blacks are hitting their stride. I think. They're gonna. Do you think? Do you think that the that semi hiccup last week against England was a is a wake up call or uh, a show of weakness? To I don't. The I don't. I think. I think. I think with any other team, it may be a tell, but with South Africa, man, they are the they they more than any other team get up for the World Cup. Razzie will fucking get up, mate. They they will turn. They will. They get up for the cup. It, it, Mate, it, it's 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 really hard to pick. It'll come down to the type five. Who can it, it can New Zealand um, get enough dominance there that when the just, bomb squad just, comes just off, take enough of yeah. them, right? Well, I th- I think New Zealand have got to try and get dominance up front because when the bomb squad comes on, if they don't bomb, well, it it it, it, it it'll help with the you know if they've got some dominance early, it'll help with the picture with the referee. Oh, yeah. Um. In, if they start to go backwards a bit when subs come on, you, it's that t- the tight five the tight five battle, scrum line out is going to decide who wins this because I think if New Zealand can Jesus, you know, secure their fraud, own pool, right? hey Jesus, such a such a prop, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Wait, so are you these days? Fair. Oh no, not anymore. But I, I like uh, New Zealand have sorted out their breakdown. You know, I don't yeah. think I don't think I don't think. Um, South Africa will get the same pay at the breakdown that they got against the French. Yep. Um, and New Zealand, if they get, you know, if they can win their set piece, they can build phases, they will open you up. Yeah. That is that is inevitable. They are so good at opening you up that if, if they just keep getting pill, they will. And South Africa's job is to make it a dogfight, slow it down. Bring them into it. Yeah, bring yeah. them into it. And New Zealand are like the one team who can sometimes avoid that. When someone with someone who's good at South Africa at doing it, dragging you into their shit, so it's really it's really hard to call. I, I my my gut says New Zealand, but I'm not like I'm not confident about that. What do you reckon? How about we settle it by doing a quick um, a quick choice between South African and New Zealand um, parts of their country? Okay, all right, go on. <laughs> Let's settle it by okay mascots. Kiwi uh, yep. versus a Springbok. Springbok, okay. Uh, kiwi, ankle biting, uh, little beak, like yeah, an ibis beak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Extinct? No. She'll be. Famously not. Famously not. <laughs> versus, yeah, but it's a Springbok. Spring yeah. Horns does so, it jumpy. You know, the Springbok might not see the kiwi give biting it its ankles. Give it a bit of a clip. Yeah, it's or off. it might it might get nipped before it realizes the kiwi's there. And then and just and then we'll take take care it over. Yeah, yeah. Springbok. Yeah. Springbok one. Comfortably. Floral emblems emblems. The protea versus the silver fern. Ooh, what do What's you that? Yeah. Silver fern. 
isn't a flower. <laughs> I just realised. So it's, it's in the name. Is that the f- it's flora. It's, it's flora. Not a floral emblem. So okay. <clears throat> Are we just deleting it because it's not even a flower? Yeah. I mean, this is your this is, this, I think this is I, your bit. I think I'm doing that. I think okay. I'm, I made a mistake. So, so South Africa two zip. <clears throat> um, here we go. Borowas. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Even I knew how to do Yeah, yeah, that's, that's close. Bill Tong and, and Bry yep. versus Chili Bins, Fish and Chips, and LP. Oh. <coughs> For me, <coughs> Chili Bins and Fish and Chips yeah. doesn't win me over. LP, though. LP, that man. Me. That really peaks my. LP, so fucking good. Is there, is there a better soft drink? Is it made? I don't think there's a better soft it's drink. It's like a. Ooh. You know, you yeah, get that little. Yeah, it's, what it's, is that? Yeah. It's, that's it's the, better than that's solo. The, that's the parole, I think. It is the. Is it with a lemon and? Because um, biltong. Yeah, uh, I, I can leave it. In the jerky world, I probably prefer biltong. Yeah, I'd, it's the yeah, softer I'd, jerky, right? Jerky doesn't interest me. But how I they can go, leave no, it. this isn't jerky. It's biltong. You're like, this is fucking jerky. Bry though, bry. That's just barbecue in general, Correct. right? Yeah, my understanding anyway. Big yeah. fan. Which you put a burvis. <laughs> A, a, a coily sausage, yeah, 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 which yeah. you end up chopping up anyway. Yeah, yeah. It's not as if you go there, you go and you, <laughs> you they go. Yeah. Ch- 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 yeah. So, but Ellen, Ellen P, so fucking good. I think I'm. Yeah, mate, Ellen P, New Zealand. But unfortunately, that's South Africa to New Zealand, Zealand one. one. So we think South Africa's going to win. No, by I actually do think New Zealand's going <laughs> to win. What do you, what do you, what do you <laughs> reckon? Yeah, New Zealand. How much? Five. Ooh. I want to say two, but I feel 11 or 13. Yeah, okay. 12, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, just mean this way. <laughs> no, 32. Yeah. Okay, you know what I mean? I want it to be, because we've seen so many of these semis and quarters go to like yeah. one point, two points, four points. But I just think, I, oh, I just think, I think that bomb squad is going to bomb, but not in a good way. Yeah. I just well, don't think they'll yeah. have the impact. Um, I think I'm really curious to see whether um, Libok or Pollard starts for yeah. South Africa. I, if I hope for South Africa's sake, they they go with Libok early. Yeah. Um, I, I think he's if South Africa are going to score some points, I think like some score a few, more than one try. I think he needs to be on the park. Um, God, yeah, and and against the Kiwis. You need to score. You, you need to score right. more than one try. And South Africa know that. I think. I, I don't think it's going to be the same sort of game. It's going to be. I think South Africa will um, try and play a bit of footy. Uh, six two seven one split. What do you reckon? I think they'll go um, five three. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Would that be close to the first time this? No, tournament? no. They've, they've been doing that last couple of games. Yeah, okay. I just wasn't paying attention to the bench. <laughs> What's all this bomb squad stuff? I was like, what are you talking about? Look, maybe they they might if they're anything they might go six two because um, they'll feel that they may the, their advantage against New Zealand is up front. Gotcha. So they they may feel that you know going six two will help them with that. I yeah. Look, they're definitely going to want to bring uh, Pollard on if he's on the bench. Yeah, he's, um, he's just a- They'll want him to come up with energy, and I think they'll want Villy Larue the same way they wanted last year. When Willems is a bit off. Yeah. They want to be able to swap him out. Yeah. So well, I, I think what they were like, they want Libok and Willems are the future. Yeah. And they'll give them they'll give them their got head. Back. Yeah. Yeah. And if they don't like what they're seeing, they'll drag them. Yeah. Um. And you need you need the three 
experienced players in the back line on the bench to do that. Have you seen all the um all the clips of like Faf just getting thrown around by everyone? <laughs> 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 he yeah. throws his tiny little yeah, hairy yeah, body yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. And then like, Marla like picks him up by the throat, throws him <laughs> and he goes, Whoa! and he goes to like tackle someone and they just yeah, go, yeah. like But he's, he doesn't stop having that. He doesn't, a crack. right? Yeah. Such a little chihuahua. Yeah. It's like, something like, you know, it's the same way that Nick White tries to do it, except it just seems, it doesn't work the same no, way. No, it's more grating from yeah, him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas Faf, it's, he's a lovable rogue. Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Marla's like, oh, get out of here. I don't think he said that. I'm, I'm really fascinated by... Fascinated? Fascinated, yep. yeah. yeah. By, mate, Marla and, um, Marla and Tuolagi seem to have this weird, like, shtick routine going on where... Um, Fucking Tuolagi will like come up and like push Marla or give him a or so, and Marla looks genuinely annoyed. Yeah, like pissed off about it. I'm like, and, and yeah, it's got to be a it's got to be a thing. It's got to be a bit. Yeah, but it doesn't but it, look like I it. I mean, Tuolagi looks like they it's never a bit. break, right? Oh, I mean, he never breaks. Marla yeah. never breaks character. Oh, he's he's such a, a funny guy. He's a genius, he mate. It, you just watch. It's been two two games in a row now. There's been a couple of instances where, like. Tuolagi will push him or something, or like go to hug him or something. Marla will push him off and straight, like straight face, fucking look annoyed. Don't you? All time. It's it's made. It's good. It's it's good comedy. It's good. They probably good should content. be playing footy while they're on, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Let's focus on the bit more on the footy. But so, look, yep. You're going New Zealand. I'm going New Zealand. But I'm fucking. I'm not confident. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be such a good fucking game, man. Like it is just. It's going to be brutal. Oh yeah. It's going to be so brutal. Jeez. It's going to be the All Blacks, as soon as they get a sniff to open them up, are just going to fucking flood and try and, like, open the open the floodgates. And, and that'll force South Africa to have to play some footy. Yeah. Because you know, can put two drives on like that. Yeah. And it's not the same New Zealand team that lost by 30 to them. Like, these guys are on song. Oh, you know, yeah, they are on right. song. That, that game doesn't mean much to me. Like, the way New Zealand are playing. So, I, fuck, it's just going to be such good footy, man. This is going to be so good. Where, uh, where are you going to be? Uh oh, Webby's joint. Actually, do you want to do you want to come? I was I'll, meant to ask I'll you. I'll be up the coast. Will you? Okay. Yeah. I'll be sitting there. Yeah. Just think about how good. Yeah. A couple of lads. Yeah, I was meant to ask you that already. Sorry, Rowie. Uh. Oh well. Oh, I meant to ask Jabor as well, but he's probably still going to be crook, right? Crook, crook, crook. Yeah. Oh, no. no. what is he? Coward. Coward. Still be shaking in his boots somewhere, mate. What is Razzie's official role with the Springboks? Uh, like in like Fuhrer? Like, <laughs> I don't like Commandant. I made he's fucking whatever he wants to be. Is, 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 that, is that because they're just scared of him making comments and therefore... Well, I, th- I think it's kind of, it's meant to sort of disassociate what the team's doing with the comments that he makes, but yes. no one's really fooled, right? Right. It's, yeah, it's his show. Yeah, yeah. You know, you'd like fucking everyone's listening to him. Like when, you know, you saw when things were getting a bit nervous in the box, everyone was listening to him. They weren't listening no. to the, the the head coach. Yeah, who is the head coach? Neben Arbor or fucking however you say. His yeah, name. I was about to say <laughs> whatever his name is. I don't know, but yeah, it's like it's it's odd that like everyone's like, oh, Razzie this, Razzie that. And yeah, you're like wait, he's a man. Right. He's, he's a manager. Yeah, he's no. like a. I don't know what his I don't know what his role is, but no one's fooled. Um, no, no one's fooled. But I I, I like the intrigue. <coughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like the, the, it, it. It creates an even larger yeah. like like the 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 seven one. Love it. The, <coughs> the traffic light system. Love it. Like, Wait, don't, imagine if it was just like it's nothing. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, it throws off the other team. I'm in your head. What does violet mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is blue? <laughs> How do you get a blue one up there? It's probably there? written on everyone's arm. <laughs> in Africa. No, I, I love it. I think he's good for the game in a, in a weird way. Um, he, he was a, he's not quite as controversial as he was. You know, when, his criticism of the referees and stuff was taking the piss a bit. That was a bit... Yeah, yeah. That was too much. Um, he went a bit hard with that. And I think he may have learned his lesson a little bit from that. But that's you know, I guess you can only really say that because things are going well for the Springboks at the moment. And maybe maybe he'd fall back into bad habits if things weren't. Who knows? But overall, I kind of like Rassi. Good for the game, mate. Uh, Argentina versus England. Oh, who that, cares? Um, I, don't, I don't fucking Just care. give it a quick one. Uh, we want Argentina to win, right? Yeah, I'd love Argentina to win. Do you reckon they will, though? Uh, I reckon England by 10. Um, I think they'll just... I think they'll they'll drag it to their pace and penalties, drop goals, and um, I don't think Argentina will be able to. F- They've lost fire the fight. shots. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but also this game, I don't see the point of this game. It's yes, it's another game they could sell tickets, but you know, no one wants third place. No, I mean maybe it's good for the rankings or the seeding for the next World Cup. I don't know. I'm I'm not that interested in it, Darcy. I'm not going to lie to you. All right, fine. I'll scratch that off the list. What do you think, Dars? What do you oh, think? Thank you for <laughs> asking. Um, well, I don't care either. No, uh, <laughs> again, yeah, I want I want Argentina to win. Yeah. But can they, mate? Nah, they've they've already started put put on the Argentinian barbecue. Yeah, yeah. Bry? No, not Bry. No, not Bry. Yes. No Trusco. <laughs> That's more Brazilian, I think. It's Brazilian, yeah. And then the thing with the the green yeah. So that the so the Argentinians have got their Malbec and their um. Oh, it's just steak. Yeah, I know. They're just fucking uh, up pic- steak. Pic- pic- picante, per- picante is that what you're no, saying? That that cap, the the rump cap, oh. is it called a picanha? Yeah, yeah, that sounds I right. I, I think you did that. I think I did something. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. Just Jeez, stick with how, how, how cultural are we? How just, we're mispronouncing you, everyone's names. Just staring me, glaring. I'll eventually splutter it out. Picanha. Yeah, it's close enough. That we do it. I think we're just typical fucking um, idiots who just get things fucking seventy five percent right, but the twenty five percent we get wrong is glaring. It's glaring. It's very obvious. Yeah. Um, oh, geez, that's gonna be good. Yeah, I mate, I this is a World Cup final that everyone can get excited about. Yeah, it is just going to be like I so yeah. Northern Hemisphere won't Southern be as much, but not but, dead. but you no matter who you support, everyone likes watching the All Blacks playing the Springboks. It is often the highest quality footy you'll ever get. Love it, love it. Jeez, what a salesman for the game, <laughs> mate. Um, uh, we had we had Tom Murday right in oh, from, yeah, from yeah. France. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. uh, he wrote friend of the podcast, friend, Tom, Tom Murday. <laughs> I think he might actually be family friends of his mum, Joan Murday. Don't, don't know. Oh, well, J- anyway. J- Jobo and I went to school with um, Tom Murday. Um, and, he, and he's a decent rugby player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. <laughs> wow, grammar. grammar, yeah. Who, what do you know? Uh, mate. I'll, I'll tell you sometimes how he got the nickname T-squared. T-squared. Yeah. Tom, titty. No titty. Maybe. Oh! No, no. I'll tell you some other time. Oh, off good. air. It's, it's good. Oh, off it's, air comment. It's good content. It uh, came about on a New Zealand footy trip. Love it. Mate, uh, he wrote, French academies are under 23. Seems to be seems to work pretty well. Late developers are given time. 
Who is the oldest in Reds Academy? Get rid of under 20s and play under 23 home and away super comp at the end of the club season. And Blanche, you, 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 you took that. Yeah. And what'd you do? Yep. I thought, fuck it, let's um let's go through the exercise. Uh who would be who would who would be in the, the five teams, the five Australian teams? Um and, and I think it's um it, it it solves the it solves the issue um we talk about, which is um, you know, those players aren't getting enough footy and high quality footy at um you know, between that age of, you know, in your early twenties. Now, you know, people say that, oh, well, like, aren't they getting that? You know, if they're playing club footy, sure, they're getting that. They're not getting the – it's not a high enough quality. It is high quality, but it's not – It's the, the gap between it and Super Rugby is still too stark at the moment. Um, I think that – and the other important element to that is, you know, you're building, you're building cohesion with, um, you know, the people that you're hopefully playing with when – you know, you're, you're 25, 26, cause yep. you, and you've played, you know, 100 games of footy together. Yeah, yeah. You know, hopefully leading up to that point when you start for Super Rugby. So, so, so you did an, an under-23s team for... An all? under-23, 23 for each each um, each, pro, each Australian team. Did... Um, what did your wife think you were doing? <laughs> the shitting on the low? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Legs going dead and everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I usually I'm usually there for a good ten minutes, even when I'm I'm seriously trying to At do the my best business. Of so, so um, um, oh, so you would have had to just. Well, a lot of, a lot of that you sort of kind of know anyway. Yeah. Um, because fucking I live for this shit. You do. Um, but but some of them I had to fucking I had to do some real digging. But the good thing is that yep. like, you know, it's 2023 under 23s. Oh. Makes it a lot easier. Did you have to go through some of their 18th photos and stuff like that? Just, <laughs> no. just to do research. Nothing that creepy, thankfully. I did it for you. <laughs> yeah. and you're like, what are you doing? I go, huh? Nothing. No, there's actually there's a lot of information out there on the internet. <laughs> what, a, what, a, what a rugby <laughs> nerd. A lot, 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 lot of free information out Jeez, there. Jeez, I love that. So, but, so but you, you look at it, right? Like, you look at those teams and, you know, encourage anyone who hasn't looked at get on it. Um, have a look and see what you think. It's on our Pillar Post Insta. And yeah, yeah. And, you know, I, I don't, I'm not saying I got these 100% right either I had to fucking Oi, write in if you don't think you got correct right. mate tell me what I got wrong yeah yeah I'd love to argue with you about it <laughs> he's not actually joking engagement yeah but even he, negative he likes but it, it paints an interesting picture around the the five um you know the five Australian teams as to who's where in their journey like it's really obvious that the rebels um you know they've they've got a squad they've got some younger players who if they believe they retain I think they, they're thinking, well, in two or three years' time, yeah, yeah. they'll have a very good squad in that respect. Burn City, yeah. Yep. Yeah, that, so I can see you can see the long-term plan from them with their roster because like they're, they're, they're under, you know, their potential under-23 team, you've got, yeah, Angelo Smith, Josh Cannon, Mayava, Ekuasi, Talataina, like you've got the Vahus, Lucas Ripke, Lancaster, like these are guys that may be starting for them and, you know, a lot of them are already starting for them. And some will in the next year or two. Like they, they've really banked, I think, on have. that twenty to twenty-three year old group, but particularly even yeah, that twenty to twenty-two year old group that they've got coming through. There, I think that's you know that's pretty obvious. That um, you know when and then you look at the Brumbies, who you know 
there's guys in there I was really surprised are still under 23. Yeah, like, like Lalesio. <laughs> yeah, well, Lalesio I knew, but, like, I didn't realise that Luke Reimer and um, Rory Scott still were, um, you know, Corey Toole. I thought he was a bit older than that. But yeah, I, yeah. I could be wrong with that one, actually. But, you know, the, you can see that they, you know, Billy Pollard we knew, but there's, there's still, you know, that their roster's so settled above them that these guys but, will do their time more so than yeah, some yeah. of the others Understand before they get yeah, a tra- yeah. crack. You know, the Waratahs, their back line, you know, it, you know, you can see with their pack that they don't they don't quite have what they need in that 20 to 23-year-old space, but their back line should be with the club for the yeah, fucking yeah. foreseeable future, mate. Like, the majority of their back line... Um, the current, like, active yeah, back are, line are, is... Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, the squad. The current squad, a lot of it's in that 20 to 23 bracket. Yeah. Um, so, mate, they're... Yeah, and the Reds, yeah, there's plenty of guys who've been in, in the academy in the full-time squad for a while now. You yeah. recognise most of the names in there. Um, and then what, you've got the Force, who, yeah, again, a lot of names you t- particularly recognise from the last four games against the Cheetahs. So it's it's part of the problem with Australian Super Rugby in that we're constantly building because a lot of the guys who, you know, once they get to a certain number of games when they're 25, 26, they fuck off. Yeah. New Zealand's got the same problem. I mean... You know, they can go, if they're not on the Wallaby setup, they can go make good money in France and yeah. England and Japan. Um, and and, and li- live with, <laughs> live with, uh, earning yeah. that money, yeah, yeah, but not making the Wallabies. No, it's, and, and yeah. it's, it's, you can see that each, each, uh, you know, each Australian team with the, considering how many starters are in that 20 to 23 age bracket, with the exception of the Brumbies, are constantly trying to build to something. Yeah, you know, and then, uh, but uh, is that telling that the Brumbies are yes always the best performing team? Yes, mate, they've got the best managed roster. They're not building; they're there, correct? Always, that, that, and their succession planning is fucking spot on. They, they they are so good at picking up guys who are, um, you know, like your Ed Kennedys who are. Um, good rugby players in their own right and are really good squad players because when they come in, they you're not going to lose too much. Yeah. And they played a lot. They've had a lot. They've got a lot of footy under their belt prior to that. Their roster planning is second to none in in Australian rugby, and that's why part of why you know they're the most successful recent team. Uh, they must also because part of it is telling you your your young brash up and comer like. Being able to tell yeah. them and prove to them, if you just be patient, hold on there. Correct. Mate, we have a plan for you. As yeah. opposed to going, you are not the number one player in our club. And Yeah. Oh, well, if you, you want to go somewhere else, oh, well, you're going to miss out. It's like, no, no, yeah. you've got to. No, and, and, then, right? and, and the Brumbies, it's kind of like the Crusaders with their nursery. It's, it's like, exactly right. You just sit behind here, you're going to. With, it, you know, look at what we can do. Exactly. The, the Brumbies are like the Diet Coke version yes. of the Crusaders. Yeah, yeah okay. When um, I did the comparison, <laughs> we understand. But that's exactly, what the, start, exactly yeah. what the Crusaders like. It's, it's a, a proven... Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's where you go. Nick Frost did his... You know, did two, three years there, came back a much better player. Yeah. Joe um, Bryle, the, he's come back to the Reds, has just come from the Crusaders Academy. So and it, it is... Yeah, it's got, the, it's got the best reputation in the Southern Hemisphere. Yeah. Um, so it's... But it does paint the picture that, you know, we should have we, we shouldn't be able to look at the under twenty threes team and go, well that's close to the starting team, or yeah. that's not too far off the starting team. Right. Yeah, there should it it just shows the uphill battle to retain. Yeah. Retain players in Australia. Under twenty threes team 
is basically yeah and yeah what, what I the other picture I think it paints is part of the reason the wallabies have struggled in you know there's been a big gap in terms of players that have kicked on like if you think about five eights for example you know you had <coughs> you had you know not long not long after our Nathan generation Spooner. oh yeah, so <laughs> you go. You had Quaid, I guess it's probably still my generation, not yours. But you had like Quaid, Tamura, O'Connor. Yes. And then you had you've had a real sort of gap, yeah. you know. And I think you know in the in the like the 2010 to 2020, a lot of players haven't sort of kicked on. Yeah. They've come through the pathways. Yeah. And part of that is why I think the Wallabies are struggling. Why you know wish you know you've got. Still, players from that Quade Cooper generation who like Quade in particular, you you, you yeah. go back to because what has come through, um, for whatever reason, probably Rugby Australia has a lot to answer for, and the so the Super Rugby teams there, but they haven't kicked on the same way. Yeah. So that we don't have that same really good core of twenty five to thirty year old players. Yeah, um, and that's why I guess there's probably such a prevalence of under twenty three players in starting in Super Rugby at the moment because. There's been a while, you know. There's been that dearth of what we really needed at Super Rugby level, and what I what I guess everyone's hoping, really hoping, is that we retain this group of players and you know this age group, the twenty to twenty three uh, and twenty four, twenty five, really the twenty to twenty five. You retain them, and then over the next three or four years, super our Super Rugby sides yeah, will will yeah. be. Really competitive. I, I, if if we can retain all these players, mate, I believe we'll have three competitive Australian teams within two years. Um, yeah, but because you know New Zealand probably lose even more players than Australia does. Um, so if we can stop the talent, you saying that they're more valuable, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh yes. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, my, my headphones didn't work. Yeah, so, yeah. So if we can retain, if we can retain these guys, and you know they. If we could somehow get some more footy into them, yeah, as well, good footy, high quality, super rugby level footy into them, mate, we would we could be in a really good position in two or three years. Yeah, in super rugby, do you see it as less of a tragedy when we see Nella, Murphy, Hamish Stewart leave the Reds but stay in Australia? You know what I mean? Yes, yes, it's, like it's, it's like, the lesser of two evils like, from oh, a well, Queensland perspective. Oh, they're going to Melbourne, like oh yeah. well. They're not leaving Australia, so... And, and it's a really... It's a good time to sort of, you know... Someone made the point to me about, you know, how I was sort of fizzing on the Queensland pathways a bit last week. Someone made the really good point to me that in, in you know, particularly in the forwards, like, there's Jack Harley, who's in the Brumbies 19s from Brothers, I'm pretty sure. Toby McPherson, who's a BBC product, who's in the Brumbies. Um, Stuart Tualima, who Brisbane product, is in the Rebels. There's three very good forwards who would usually be in the Queensland pack, yeah. who've gone south because of opportunity yeah. and, you know, targeted by those teams. Um, so, yeah, that, that does explain a little bit why Queensland um, hasn't performed as well. But mate, the, the Brumbies team is made up almost entirely of New South Wales players and they're, they're the top of the table there. Yeah. So, I yeah, I, it is the lesser of two evils when that happens and... You know, the new, the new South Wales pathway is producing some really good footy players. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, yes, we are – Queensland and New South Wales are bleeding players to the Force, the Brumbies and the Rebels. Um, whoops. And um, – We're still good. That's a problem for Queensland and New South Wales. Um, but 
Yeah, we need. I, I'm still a big believer. We need five Australian teams. Yeah, we should be able to support them if we can get our processes, talent ID, talent retention, player development, player retention. If we can get all that right, coaching development, coaching um, retention, then we can support five teams. The talent's there. Yeah. But makes it a good time to talk about what uh, Maloney, uh, Mono. Mono uh, wrote in a few weeks ago. We've been trying to get to this for a few weeks now. I wasn't looking it up. We weren't looking up. I can, I can, I can give you the... Give us the general. I'll give you the general. So he... Because uh, this is something that... Another that friend pe- of the podcast. That, that, another friend of the podcast. That piqued your interest. Yeah. Well, and, and, well he, he wrote in. He wrote in saying, you know, we're all well and good to talk about the pathways, but, um, you know, we should really be talking about coaching in Australia and, and how what's happened yeah. there and why... What part that has played in uh, you know what people call the death of Australian rugby? Um, How do you see it, Blanche? Well, it's a really interesting. Uh, funnily enough, I've I it's a really I think it's a really interesting topic. This will surprise you. No, no. But um, I, I, I'll I mean, give there's, there's a little bit of a history lesson there that you might have been around for, but I wasn't. Um, Go on. But so uh, the well, Wallaby. So I think it was 1972. Oh, yeah. Wallabies lose to Tonga. That's right. Uh, yeah, that didn't go down well. At Ballymore? I think it was Ballymore. Yeah. So um, what I understand, the powers that be go, fuck me, we've got to sort this out. Can't have that happening. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. This this is like a real... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, like yeah maybe yeah. like one of Maybe like at the moment. Oh, yeah. I see why you're talking about it. Yeah, yeah. Go, so, go, go. so what happened is um, some people, um, Dick Marks is the one people remember more <sighs> than anything. Skid Marks. <laughs> That's Mark Travitsky's nickname. Yeah, Skid, yeah. Have we talked about it? On the I'm not sure. Shush. And Mark Travitsky, right? <laughs> yeah. Comes over from New Zealand. He plays rugby with us down in third grade for like six weeks. And on the back of his jersey... It says Taranaki. Yeah, yeah. We assume that was his last name. Well, no, some people did. Like some some <laughs> people, people that didn't really care to <laughs> know anything about yeah, the yeah. person or ask what their actual name was. So we thought yeah. that was like his senior jersey. Like <laughs> mine was like Bowden and yours was say. His was Taranaki. He said Taranaki. He goes, yeah, call me Naki. All right, Naki, Naki, Naki. And then got to like a semi-final. We had actually had to write the team list down. I'm like, who's Mark Dravitsky? <laughs> he goes, me. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. why didn't, why would, because what's Taranaki? Is oh, that's my hometown. That's the that's the club I play for. It's like, so it's like you go, oh, Wests, West. He goes, yeah. we go, why? What's the actual nickname? And he goes, oh, no, nah, I prefer Taranaki. <laughs> like, my name's Mark Dravitsky. Yeah. He goes, and then we found out. Skid, skid, skid marks. marks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can see why they said yeah. I'll accept Naki. Yep. All right, Brisbane, Brisbane. <laughs> um, sorry. Yeah, no, no, no. Good. Like that's a nice little segue. Um, so, Dick Marks, uh, Skid Marks, <laughs> yeah, uh, is the one that people remember. So he, there was basically they instituted reform around coaching in Australia, um, coaching development, coaching. Um, I guess that that so they 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 instituted I guess, the national coaching manual and academy run out of the AIS, sponsored by Rothmans or something or whatever. I think are in the Death Sticks game. Gotcha. Um, so it was a different time, you, yeah. you know. Cigarette was, company was, was smooth caramel. Good time. <laughs> yeah. I've got a feeling it was darts they were in, but I'm not sure. Um, was it so, drum? <laughs> hey, drum. <laughs> so uh, you 
you had a you had a standardized national approach to coach development. Yeah. Now from from that you had this period where you know people a lot of people attribute that to you know so Alan Jones was and you know um, Bob Dwyer, um, Rod McQueen were all graduates for lack of a better term from that sort of pathway yeah. coaching pathway. And you look at the success Australian rugby had. From you know in the nineties parts of the nineteen eighties through to two thousand, yeah, you know, and a lot point. of people will credit um, that program yep. for, and you know, we, it was ahead of its time, and everyone bought into it. Yeah, yeah, it was national, um, you know, and we were developing uh, really good coaches. Now, skip skip to the current model with the cert. Well, well, I look. Sorry, at, yeah, sorry, yeah, you yeah. go. Sorry, so so you do a bit of. You reading. tell me when to skip. You do you do a bit of reading and you you figure out that um, you know you do a lot of reading <laughs> and then you tell me what okay. you figured out. Okay, what what what, what I read is <laughs> yeah, that um, so John O'Neill, uh, not a friend of the podcast. No, is that the one that the kid had the? Hey, the kid had the the bomb necklace. Oh no, that was Pulver. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So John O'Neill, not a friend of the podcast, um, he came into uh, ARU at the time in 95 and one of the first things that I, from what I can tell he did was basically uh, fucking defund and – well, actually, no, to be fair, I think the Destic uh, Rothmans or whatever company that was sponsoring uh, pulled the pin. Gotcha. Um, but then also instead of trying to continue it, O'Neill basically went, oh, no, no, we're not going to continue this. What we're going to do is we're going to put this under the, uh, under the Wallaby umbrella. Gotcha. So the Wallaby program will now be responsible for the national coaching. Okay. Um, which anyone can tell you that's a fucking stupid idea because the Wallabies program... They don't give a fuck about the umbrella. Mate, their job is yeah. to try and make the Wallabies good. Yeah. Not, not, you know, think fucking 10, 15 years into the future and who are the, who's going to coach the Wallabies then. Their job yeah. is to win now. So that anyone could tell you that was fucking dumb. You don't need hindsight to tell you that. They, the Wallabies always had a different priority. Um, so the really interesting parallel is that you look at Irish rugby. Everyone talks about Irish rugby and the upward trend they've been on. Now, they were shithouse in the early 90s. You're going about centralisation. <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah, drop a C-bomb. <laughs> <laughs> So in the in I think it was in I think it was about ninety five when so in ninety five when Australia gone for an hour we thought we'd have nothing to talk about hey, are, you, are you kidding we're always going to go for an hour yeah, I ain't on. done yet <laughs> <It's> done. huh <laughs> so 90, 95 when Australia's You're basically not pointing me so aggressively no actually coaching, I need to ways. I need to I know you do <laughs> to wake me up so, so not yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah so ninety five when Australia we're only at ninety five yes mate <laughs> <laughs> we started at seventy two go on. So when 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 Australia is basically tanking, what made them, you know, yep. world leaders yep. at that time? Um, Ireland have realised that fuck, we need to get our act together, and they institute, instituted a national coaching program. Yeah, and they had a real focus on um, player um, performance in that regard as well, because you're coming into the professional area era, and what they re- what they started doing is looking at okay, well, how many games should a rugby player be playing a year? Um, what at what age should they be getting, you know, um, high level, you know, got coaching guidance around physical performance and also you know skill skill training. Yeah. Um, and they started really ramping up their high performance coaching and player, and you saw and it 
basically it's taken 20 years, 30 years for them to get, for that to bear the fruit that it is at the moment in terms of churning out a number of quality players. Like the 2000s for them, you had some fantastic players but and some good wins, but there wasn't the same consistency that there is now from Ireland. And it's it's that's how long. Like I, I saw this, you know, reading this article, the, the high-performance, um, I guess, director at Leinster has been there 20-odd years. Yeah, in right. terms of player in player yeah athletic player performance and you can yeah. actually see it through the, like and, 20 and years not come in and try to change everything every because no. whoever retakes over romantle yeah. wants to change whatever the guy did before but if you've got yeah yeah and you call it centralization call it alignment like Eddie Jones wants to alignment. but um that that w- when we started to fuck ours off yeah they started ramping theirs up and you know our ships fucking sunk and theirs is fucking apart from World Cups is powering along. Yeah. Um, so it's yeah, coaching is is you know the coaching is obviously and the a national focus on coaching has really hurt Australian rugby because you know it goes back to the points Mertens was making of how you know Australian young Australian footy players are so structure driven that when it gets to a higher level. And they need to work outside that structure or make better decisions Beyond in high sad. pressure. Beyond sad. Eyes up, footy. <laughs> okay. Eyes up, footy. Better decisions in high pressure situations, Das. They can go away from it. They can play what's in front of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Better. Make better decisions. They can, they can look up. And, and a higher skill level, basic yep. skill level, that allow them to execute in those pressure situations. Yeah. So, and a lot of that comes back to the coaching. Um you know, it's not to say there's not hasn't been and there's not really good rugby coaches out there, but across the board, people probably agree when you know the level of coaching hasn't been there as it might have been previously, and that, we we basically defunded the program that was churning out, you know, international some of the best international coaches of its time. So, yeah, and and ever since then, every time it seems to me like every time you know. Every, Dick Marks just keeps getting proved. Every few years he pops his head up and goes, that was fucking stupid. You shouldn't have done that. This is what you should do. And but at least he says, this is what you should do. As opposed yeah, yeah, to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's a lot of ne- negs that are like... Massively. Oh, this sucks. It's, okay, now what? No, he's always got a plan. Okay. Um, are they always good or something? Well, mostly, from okay. what I can tell. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm not the right person to say whether they are or DM. not. But I think, I think yeah, a lot you of what he Richard says... Richard Marks? Yeah, Dick Marks, yeah, yeah. It's like... um. The ABC reporter, sorry, no, no, Richard Feidler, because he um he's like an yeah, ABC rings a bell. conversations with Richard Feidler, okay, and um he went out Dick to Fiddler, yes, like <laughs> wait, Richard Feidler, Dick Fiddler, and my mum was like, no, Richard Feidler, I go, yeah, yeah but Dick Fiddler. Fiddler, you get it no, it's right, Feidler, I go, but it's F I D L E R, you could, <laughs> it's not a huge leap, big Dick Fiddler. <laughs> Better than Little Dick Fiddler. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, sorry. Ever since, ever since it's marks. been defunded, he every few years he pops up and says, "You should do this, you dickheads. Um, not what you're doing." And you it either marks. it either gets ignored or they try and institute something, you know, like that um, along the lines of what he said or what other people have said, because it's not rocket science that um, you know a lot of these things are you know, pretty common sense that you should we should have a national coaching. Um, you know, scheme again. You know, so, so, so okay, so, but yeah, every, each time, each time, Australian rugby, ARU, Rugby Australia, whatever you want to call it, tries to you know implement something. 
it, they try they do it under the high performance umbrella in a way that um, means it becomes secondary to the high performance you know the the, the high performance program like it, it, it you know they gave Rod Kafer a few years back was meant to was meant to you know do a national co- put up a national coaching advisory yes you know and that just fucking never happened like good yeah. people were going to be involved and it was going to you know we're going to standardize you know a certain you know, a certain element of coaching across the country and we're going to get the high, it'll be tied into high performance and it just never fucking happens because it's it's not the priority of the current high performance like they can't think that long in the future you know rugby australia should be thinking that long but high performance is about you know now we the wallabies got to be winning now performing yeah. I, I even think think that i may have heard that eddie jones was going to be taking care of the women's team as well. Yeah, that's in, fucking in form, by the way. Yeah, yeah. At least some capacity. Yeah, yeah. And and I think that was a great, right. you know. Well, again, Everyone's like, oh, cool. But how, how's, be- how's he, how is he ever going to be able to manage that when the wallaby, picking up the wallabies where he picked them up? <sighs> you know, so it, it just, we just have not done it well in terms of, you know, and, and this for the last 20-odd years, ever since the national coaching um, scheme was defunded. It's gone. It's gone backwards. So okay. So the cert, the cert or whatever for coaching. Yeah. Uh, what's the? You know what I mean? Like what? What are the pros and cons of that at the moment? Oh, it's it's that's hard for me to comment on. Um, you know, I didn't. I didn't. I, I think I've only did my cert too. Um, yes. So, but it, it's look. It's that's all you can look at for mine from a punter's view is. When we defunded ours, things have started to go backwards. When Ireland started investing in theirs, they went on the up. Yep. So that simplistically, you c- it correlates. Uh, also, correlation of uh, a lot of the Super Rugby coaches are guys that have gone overseas. Yeah. <laughs> to become better coaches to yeah. then come back. Correct. And you know, you look at um, even Eddie Jones, Brad Thorn, Brad Thorn, for example. Yeah, you know, he had a, had a bit of an impact when he first came in, but in terms of like his coaching pathway, what he he'd gone from you know What's some rep teams thing, yeah. to a bit of NRC and yeah. then Reds, and it's kind of he. I don't think he'd been really, you know, yeah. with Les Kiss. We look at the pathway, of Les Kiss. You know, he he's he has been coaching for twenty odd like in in high prof, you know in high level professional environments for twenty odd years. You know that 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 is the sort of resume of someone you want to come in and coach the Reds. If you're a Queensland fan, you're like, "Fuck yeah!" That is, you cannot probably get a more credentialed coach for for the Reds. And but Brad Thorne had not really done enough, in my view, at the time. Yeah. But but there weren't there weren't options yeah. outside of him, from what I can remember. Yeah. Um. So it we haven't. To be honest, at the time, you're like, "Oh yeah." But then, but then we weren't. Uh, not not surprised. Was it? it wasn't like ca- caught off guard when when the Reds didn't really hit that next. Well, they they, they looked like they were going to, but then yeah. they've plateaued in a big way. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. He, he, a great man manager, great this yeah, and that. Great, it looks like he instilled a good culture. Right? Yeah, but, but the wheels fell off a year or two ago. Probably a little bit higher level coaching. Yeah, well, it's well, I yeah, well, it just and I'm hoping you know what we get from Les Kiss is that, um, but it, so in terms of the coaching, uh, Mono, your question, yeah, it's played a big part. Shut up, Mono. 
No, that's not what we were. No, no, oh, I, I like it. It's a good. It's a good question. You know, I, we're not the best people to talk about this. It's a really simplistic view, um, but yeah, hopefully that gives you the con. That's the, that's as much context we can give you as to why you know coaching um, may appear to have gone backwards, but not because of Richard Marks. No, not because of Dick Marks. You can throw a bit of shade at John O'Neill for it, I think. From everything that I've read, you can definitely throw a bit of shade at him. I'm actually playing a Richard Marks song at the moment. Yeah, different spelling. Yeah, but Dick Marks. Right here waiting for you. Coaching alignment. Not him, but go on. Go off. No, I'll push pause. Don't worry. <laughs> um, I, uh, just before we wrap it up, Blanche, I think mm. I'd like to make everyone re-aware of the Reds are going to be playing at home. Mm. Um, Panasonic. Not this Saturday, next Saturday at yep. 3.05. That's going to be warm. Very. Back to Ballymore, though. Yeah, man, I'm I'm pumped. I'm going. Are they going to water the hill? Well, what are you thinking? I, I'm not sure. They, I think they need to do a fair bit of work on the actual grounds themselves because I, I saw that um, I saw a news article, the Raw, who've been training there, Yep. Have um, pulled the fine. pin on training because the fields are a bit shit at the moment. And I think the Reds as well have said, oh, we're not going to try. I think they've got to try and What's they've got to give it a bit of rest. Oh, because there's, been, the a lot of, there's been a lot of footy there lately. they like eight games. Yeah, there's, weekend, there's like. been a lot of footy there, so it's not in the best nick. <coughs> so they've got, they got, they got a week to sort it out. Yeah, they'll be playing lots of buckets of sand <laughs> and stuff like that. But, mate, the Reds back at Ballymore. Yeah, I fucking love it. Yeah, I don't even care who they're. Ballymore is so playing. good, man. Like this, the new the new facility is amazing. Um, yeah, whatever your opinion of it is, I fucking it, love Ballymore. I know you love. Yeah. I love Ballymore. You know, what I mean, well, it could have been this, could have been that. Either way, that's what's been built. Got to froth it. I it's love Ballymore. it. It's great. It's fucking so but good. Water to be the happy. hill, <laughs> Malia. You hear that? She's got a marry skid mark. You know that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Didn't they get married? I'm engaged. Being quiet, yes. I thought they, I thought they were married already. No. Oh, okay. Could still be invited. <laughs> no, if you just don't say skid marks. Don't say but skid okay, marks. Yeah. Okay. But nah, back to Ballymore. So yeah, we'll probably t- we'll totally talk about that more next episode. Yep. That'll be yep. post Rugby World Cup twenty twenty three. Well, yeah, not next episode. The episode after. No, but we'll probably talk about the upcoming game. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. With Jay. Probably not. Probably not. For the better. <laughs> What'll that be if he's not here next week? Five in a row? Five in a row. Five great episodes, Stars. Uh, Momo Ya. Is that the reverse of... <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> no, it isn't. <laughs> Ma-yo-yo. Uh, well, Ma-yo-yo, Blanche. Uh, yeah. thank, thanks for coming on again. That's all right, oh, mate. Always a pleasure. Jeez, you love that under 23 stuff. It's good. You, you, like, do yourself a favour. Have a look at, at the depths that Blanche's gone to in his rugby nerd in full flight. Jabor um, wrote 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 the names, so he spent about two months doing that. Uh, Just t- tell me where I went wrong as well. I'd love to know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't. Yeah, I, I he genuinely isn't joking. I genuinely would love to know who I've got wrong and who I've who I've missed out, particularly from you know New South Wales. Um, an ACT, you know. We should do an I'm over thirty five. I'm, I'm, I'm not massively across <laughs> Shoot Shield and John Dent Cup, so I'd love yeah, to know the, who the, I missed. A couple there. of blokes that you needed to pull up from Shoot Shield and John Dent. Yeah, yeah I'd love to know who yeah, I missed yeah, yeah. there. Yeah, geez, um, there'll be some yeah. fiery people coming. I hope so, man. That's I, 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 I fucking I fucking love that. Love it too, uh, yeah. Blanchy. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. 
Till uh, next week, everyone. Mate. Thanks for listening. Fill the post, Facebook, Instagram. Download us on your whatevers. It probably won't be on YouTube. <laughs> and uh, uh, good luck, Jay. Mo, mo my you, mo mo you, <laughs> k- 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 cowards. <laughs>